WFYI podcast brought to you by Bloomington, Indiana, an American college town offering food and drink, college sports, outdoor activities, live music, cool art, and good times daily. Everyone is welcome in Bloomington. More information at visitbloomington.com. I'm Melissa Davis, small studio producer. The following is the audio version of WFYI's latest small studio session featuring Laney and the Tramps. You can find the entire session, including a video of the performance at WFYI.org slash small studio. Listen in right after the music. I'll have an interview with Laney and the band. Small Studio is made possible with support from Sun King Brewing. Lately I've been thinking A change can burn Every one of us has got a list longer than we can run The world keeps turning The bottom of us will be Thanks, guys. All right. We're going to do another one for you here. 
This one, the boys make me start by myself. (laughs) (sighs) Once I was a gypsy, I sailed across the sea and way out on the ocean.
All right. Thanks. We're going to do another song for you. Thank you, WFYI. Thank you for having us in your small studio sessions. So exciting. You know, I have like little girl WFYI memories. So I've been a WFYI fan, kid for, you know, a long time. Should I tell you how many years? No, I should not. Probably like 45, 44. No, they can edit that out if they want to. Um, right, well, this next song is called Butterfly.
Thanks. Okay, so now we're going to do a Zen drum song. All right. Right? So our band is Laney and the Tramps, and I'd just like to take a moment. This is Wade Terry on electric guitar. This is Kevin Hood on drums, regular drum kit, and the Zen drum, which you are all <laughs> going to be wondering about. And this is Roger Osborne on bass. And my name's Lainey Williams, and uh, we're really happy to be here today. We're going to play another song for you. This one's called Hey You. Wade and I co-wrote this one, right? One, two. Here we go. One. Yeah. 
Thank you, WFYI. All right. Well, be sure to tip your bartenders and waitresses on the way out. My name is Lainey Williams, and our band is Lainey and the Tramps, and I am a singer and a guitar player. Mm -hmm. I'm Roger Osborne. I'm the bass player. Uh, Lainey and I have been playing together for a long time, and uh, and I do a little bit of singing, too. So, And I'm Kevin Hood. I play the drums, and I've been playing with Roger and Lady, Lainey for, gosh, eight or ten years. Mm-hmm. I'm Wade Terry, and I play the guitar, and I'm the newest, I guess, I don't know, what's it been, three and a half years, three I think, and a half. I, which mm -hmm. is not that new, but kind of new. Feels like four, yeah. really. Feels, so, feels like four. Feels like ten. It feels... <laughs> Wade just slid right in. Yep. Can you tell me how the band came together, or maybe the origins of the band? What are the origins of the band? Well, I had a band previously, and it split up, and these two... We're in that band. And then was the search for this one. And that's really how it happened. That's kind of boring, but. Very organic. <laughs> Very organic. Happened. Yeah. Well, I sat in with you guys one night. You did? Uh, somewhere. Yeah. And you made the, it was quite an impression, too. That's why we. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Obviously. Yes. Remember, quite remember an guys? We all yes. talked about yes, it. We oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. we did. Yes, we did. We did. Incredible. I would love to hear about your backgrounds as musicians and um, maybe how you started playing or what drew you to your instrument. You go, Roger. My background is, um, well, I learned piano when I was younger and uh, switched to saxophone. And uh, then in my uh, late teens, I discovered bass and um, realized that bass is it for me. <laughs> so, yeah, I started playing that exclusively and Playing uh, what I call the circuit, the VFWs, the Moose Lodge, and all that stuff, you know, just to, you know, cut my teeth. And uh, and then, yeah, got in with some other people, and then I got in with these people, and yeah, the rest, as they say, <laughs> is history. So, I have a very classical background. I played the violin and the piano as a kid, and um, I think I've been singing most of my life. I think I just always sing, except for about 10 years of like, you know, depression years, which, but that's okay. Then I found music again, which is great. Um, it was weird. I was uh, doing an art project in college and listening to NPR on the radio because, again, I'm a huge WFI fan. And this was back in the day when there was classical music on during the day. Right. So it's been a while. And this piano concerto came on the radio, a Mozart piano concerto in D minor. And I was like, I played that. I, and then that was like the catalyst. So actually, WFYI was the catalyst of me sort of coming out of this really long depression way long time ago and remembering that, oh, wait, I'm a musician. And so then I really got back into it. And then I picked up the guitar and I started learning other things besides classical music. Because classical music is very narrow. And, you know, you read music and you play and you don't really, like, there's not a lot of expansion with, you know, realizing that, oh, you can actually play any note you want on this instrument. Or, you know, but, so that's a much longer story then. Good answer. 
And how I got into music, I started uh, playing drums in sixth grade band because my best friend played drums, and so I wanted to play drums with him. Um, and then before I had my driver's license, for some reason, I, I had some gumption when I was young, and I was in the Indianapolis Philharmonic Orchestra and the Symphon Indianapolis Symphonic Band, and I was in a rock band that played at the Ritz when I was like 15. So I have to thank my mom for driving me like three times a week to all that stuff, let alone drum lessons and everything else. Um, but then I ended up majoring in music at Ball State um, and played in the jazz bands. And then I've just played in a bunch of different bands since then. Well, Yay. I started playing the cornet, believe it or not. I don't even know if you guys know that. Cornet? Mm. Wow. I didn't Trumpet, know Trumpet, cornet, but yeah, it was yeah, a cornet. Yeah. And I think I did that for two years in junior high, sixth grade, seventh grade. And I wanted to be Peter Frampton, so I switched to guitar. Hmm. And that's it, really. <laughs> that's pretty good. Peter Frampton plays cornet too. So I did. I really, did not know yeah, that. Wow. Well, I just made it up actually. <laughs> so, yeah. very cool. I just made it up. How do you guys feel about the Indianapolis music scene and um, its support of original music? I think it's grown a lot over just the last five years, and that's, I think that's partly due to Fountain Square and just all the music venues are th that are there now, and then just the music listeners like a lot a lot of people around at least in downtown indianapolis would rather see original music than a cover band so that's huge for us because we'd rather play our own songs than play other people's songs so it's pretty neat to see the original music scene grow so much in the last recent years it still has some more growth right it needs to do like there's but it is growing it is great to see that it's growing and and um having I'm, you know, I'm still relatively new in the, the playing out scene, like you've been playing, both of you, all three of you have been playing longer than I have. But, but even so, you know, there were a number of years where no one wanted original music. So it's really awesome that it's coming back. In, I, in a slow fashion, but it's coming back. And it's still going to grow because, you know, there's it, now Indianapolis is starting to get connected in different parts of the city now and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's only going to be good for uh, music in general and original music also. And there's a lot of really, really young people doing it too. Yeah. Like really young. Yeah. That now very have cool. encouragement. Even the jazz scene's pretty, really good now, I think. Yes. I don't want to assign a genre, but if you had to pick one, <laughs> what would you say? Is there elements of blues and soul, and the band plays everything really well, but what do you feel the closest to musically? I guess we're no, rock. No, I mean, I always we're say we're like rock, Americana rock. I don't, I don't mm -hmm. ever know how to answer that question. Mm -hmm. I yeah. don't know. I mean, we're probably our... more rock than Americana, and we have a little funky and a little blues in us. But mm -hmm. we try to be pretty diverse with our songs and get different styles in there because we like playing different styles and we like to mix it up for the audience so they keep interested. Well, we, what is your songwriting process like, both individually and as a band? Well, my songwriting process is I'm still working on it. I'm still kind of figuring out how to do it. But like what, what often happens is they a song will come to me in my brain and usually at an inopportune time. It's usually... Not when I'm sitting on my couch with my guitar. Um, it's usually when I have gotten into bed and I'm laying down and all the lights are off and I'm sort of, you know, calming my mind. And then literally this song pops into my head. But so now, you know, the lovely voice recorder on the phone, which is right next to my bed, you know, I just 
I'll just sing into the phone and then I fall asleep. And then the next day or whenever I have time to go back and listen to it, then I'll be like, oh, that's a really great idea. And then it becomes a song. So that's really how they come to me, which is pretty weird. Hmm. I didn't know that. Right. I'm learning a little bit about you right. today, Lainey. This right. is awesome. Right. Yeah. Well, and so, like, I kind of like the fact that they should just show up, right? Um, and and I used to do that on purpose. Like, um, I had an old car that didn't have a stereo. And so I was like, oh, I'll just make my driving time, right, my creative time. And, and that kind of worked for a while, but then I got a new car with a stereo and, you know. Like, Fancy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then Ray, Wade and I have co-wrote um, several songs now, too. And so that might happen in a couple of different ways, and that might, you know, Wade might say, here, I've got this riff. Yeah, that's all and, I do. It, it really is. If I have something I've been working on, I won't even worry about the. Vocal melody, because I know that there's no way I'm going to come up with anything remotely as good as Laney. So there's Aww. no reason. To, well, it's true. Hmm. But when he does come up with a riff, it gives us a different sound that, that yeah. Laney might have played. So it helps our songs be more diverse. And Right, because I'm not a very um, skilled guitar player. So, like, I might hear something in my head but not really be able to do it on the instrument. But I can sing it. I can hear it. I can imagine it. You know, and, or, and Wade will come and say, hey, I have this riff and, you know, I might let it simmer in my head for a while and like we'll, you know, work together on what what change it, you know, like, oh, OK, let's go to this chord next or let, it feels like this chord or and it's sort of like a feeling, like what feels like where it should go. Then everybody writes their own parts. Right. Know, <laughs> and then we're all responsible yeah. for our own parts. And usually that takes a while. These, our songwriting process is usually Laney or Wade will come with a riff or kind of a song idea. And then we, you know, at practice, we kind of try to make a song together. And then we'll play it live and then, then the song evolves. Mm -hmm. And so like the songs we play today, hopefully they still evolve a little more and get perfected before we go into the recording studio. Right. Yeah. And I really don't help write, but I do all the choreography. So yeah, it's really, that's why it's we're so works good. out so well, I think. so. Yeah, yeah. you should see our live shows. <laughs> when, we're when we have more room, I mean, <laughs> no. it's, it's unreal. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Give this band some space and watch out. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I guess like today we tried to pick four songs that were different. And so and, – and, and it, really just the order of the songs too. It's a big decision like what song flows the best after the first song and are two songs the same tempo and you don't want to do that. So – we'll probably do the album the same way where, you know, one of our favorite songs is probably going to be first and then whatever fits next as far as the tempo or the, or the chords or whatever. Um, but yeah, we, we're, I, I have a feeling the album will be pretty diverse too. It's going to yeah. be all about love. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what most everything's about for me anyway. It's all about love. Yeah. How do we get more of it everywhere all over the planet? Do you think that's something that's lacking right now? Yes. <laughs> don't make her I'm cry. not getting political. Right, don't make her cry. But, yeah. I right. mean, I think in a lot of ways you can boil a lot of things down to that. Like, you know, what would the world be like if everyone had a giant reservoir of love and they didn't take everything personally and they just focused on being loving? an awesome place it's not practical maybe and you know here we are where we are and we've got all these divisions and all kinds of crazy things but but you know 
how could love not help those crazy divisions? I, so I don't know. My brain boils it down a little bit like that. And so I said, like being an adult and playing music and being a grown up, it can be so hard. Just uh, I have to go to the show, I have to practice, and like it's a labor of love, but it becomes super time consuming. And I mean, yeah, I don't there know. are many times where I would like to just check out. You know, after you know I put Izzy to bed and whatever, and I've cleaned the kitchen and done all the things that I have to do. And I want to check out and I want to watch a Netflix thing or whatever. And, you know, if I have something to do, it's sometimes it's it's tough to get started. It's like getting out the door. Right. But once you do it, you feel so much better about having accomplished it or having done what you know you needed to do that it's like an adrenaline rush in a way, you know, kind of like playing music on stage is an adrenaline rush. It's, you know, you might be hungry when you start and you might be tired, but three hours later when you're done, you don't, what? And was I hungry? Can't go oh. yeah. And you're not tired. You know, you're, you're like, okay, ready, ready to go. Just because you were doing something that brings you that much joy. So, yeah, if you can work in practicing in your busy schedule and you end up, you know, late at night when you want to watch Netflix, if you practice your guitar for an hour later or instead of watching Netflix, you right. feel a lot better about yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes. For sure. Yes, and that goes a long way to making you a better parent, making you a better daytime worker, you know, all of that stuff. And a happier person. Right. Right. So I think I would say as long as you're feeding your soul, you know, you're feeding yourself and you're not doing things that aren't feeding your soul, it's within the realm of possibility to do it right, right, to do a good job. Because that's the thing is I want to do a good job. I want to be a good musician. I want to be well, I want to be a great musician. I want to be a great parent. I want to be a great friend. I mean, you know, there's there's health, you know, you got to take care of your shell. You got to get Speaking of sleep. friends, can you loan me 20 bucks? Yes, sir. Okay, well, let's <laughs> can clear I that up. Sure. <laughs> Speaking right. of friends. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about more lady things, if you don't mind. Oh, lady things, yes. <laughs> what is it being, how is it for you being a woman in the Indianapolis music scene? And even in, I guess, Indianapolis and just playing in general, you know? Well, the Indianapolis music scene has gotten uh, more recognition for women as of late. And I think it's definitely tied into more original music awareness, right? Um, because we have to train the Indianapolis music listener to want original music instead of, you know, cover music at the bars, right? And so that training is happening. And that training slash awareness about women in music is also happening. And women in art, right? Women in in the visual arts and, you know, theatrical arts, performance art and all that kind of stuff. And there's, you know, there's some... Uh, we just had a first-time festival this this summer. There's a monthly women-focused in art thing at Square Cat Vinyl called That's What She Said. There's Girls Rock Indie. Girls Rock Indie mm -hmm. is huge, and they are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> and um, incidentally, I would love to volunteer for them, and I'm, I'm having trouble finding time to do that, but that's kind of something I want to... I'm interested in that and helping the younger generation 
um, to feel comfortable and like, oh, this doesn't have to be a male-dominated field. It can be me too, my little girl self. And and there's just a lot more support for that now. And there's a lot more awareness. And so that is awesome. So it's coming. It's coming, men. Watch out. Women are going to take over with glee. What keeps you going creatively with your art? Listening and playing for me. Yeah. I mean, doing it. Being influenced and, and still playing. I'd make sure I play an hour a day for sure, and usually a little bit more if I can, even if it's on my couch, you know, watching, if I'm watching something. But you can get influenced by commercials or, you know, I mean, seriously, melodies in commercials. Right. Is, right. It's unbelievable. But yeah, I mean, listening and being influenced and playing. I would second that. I'd say going out to see bands too. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, supporting the scene also influences you, you know, you can't help it. Totally. Yeah. Right. Totally. Cause there's, you know, like you get maybe submersed in your own ideas or whatever. And then you go out and you see other people's ideas and, Oh, that's awesome. I never would have thought of that. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, yeah, it just opens your horizons a little. 